For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. My name is Jeff. And I am Mark. And every two weeks we play a free-to-play game and review it. Uh, On these off weeks, we do something else. Uh, We don't know what, but last week we did the top five gaming consoles to much controversy. And we're, we're going to attempt more controversy, um, or as they say in other countries, controversy, uh, this week, uh, as we present to you the Mount Rushmore of first-person shooters. Uh, does did, now does know, our Mount Rushmore is? Go ahead, Mark. Well, I was just going to ask if our Mount Rushmore included the Donald Trump of first-person shooters. Let's get political. You know, I can't. I love it. <laughs> I love being political. It's not polarizing at all. No, no, it's very mundane. Yeah, most anyone is willing to listen to someone's opinion that is different than theirs, weigh it, and then respectfully disagree. Everyone is able to do that. So, Oh, I, lo- I love doing that on Facebook. Oh, yeah, it's the best place. Social media is the best place. The second best place is on a podcast where everyone can hear you. Uh, so what we're going to do is Mark and I each have brought four first-person shooters to the table. And we can only have a total of four on the Budget Arcade Mount Rushmore first-person shooters. So if we both bring the same one, obviously it's automatically on the Mount Rushmore. Where it's going to be complicated is when we have to when we have differences and we need to debate it out and come up with the definitive four first-person shooters that belong on Mount Rushmore of Budget Arcade's first-person shooter. <sighs> Does that make sense? It sounds good to me. Okay, Mark. Well, I'm going to start off with one that I'm pretty sure we both are going to immediately agree on. Uh, it's something we talked about last time you and I did a solo show or did a did one of these off-week shows, and that is going to be uh, Halo Combat Evolved. Yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, yeah, but that's on your list as well? Yep. Um, you know, I kind of had a... Can Master Chief be two of the 
four faces of this Mount Rushmore. Um. <laughs> so my thing is, is because it is a Mount Rushmore. Let's think about it as a Mount Rushmore, right? And so you're going to see the face. So when you see Master Chief on Mount Rushmore, it's going to probably just represent Halo as a series. But my, my specific pick is uh, Halo Combat Evolved. But if you want to say Halo 2 or Halo Reach or whichever your favorite is, uh, I'm fine with that because it's just going to be Master Chief's head on the on the mountain. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I loved both uh, Combat Evolved and Halo 2. Um, and I have a on my list, uh, I have Halo slash Halo 2. Uh, just because I think Halo 2 improved so much on the the little things that Halo, the first Halo didn't do so well. Um, uh-huh. And it, it just it improved on them immensely. But Halo Combat Evolved is what started and what evolved first-person shooters, especially uh, when you talk about uh, Microsoft and Xbox gaming. And, um, yeah. you know, online gaming as well. So let's do this. You can make the call Halo 1 or Halo 2. I will be perfectly happy with either. Ooh. They both are fantastic. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, it, it's, it's, difficult. it's difficult because they both do so much so well. Um, yeah. They, like... I, per- I really prefer the campaign in Halo 1. Right. I think it's better and and then the multiplayer and halo 2 is is better because you have that online yeah where if you don't have to worry about setting up that land party but those land parties as we discussed before are the best right yeah no i mean that's that's my definitive uh memory of of the halo of of really the halo franchise um because i don't really care for for halo 3 um but you know what combat evolved did paved the way for halo two and then halo two paved the way for so many other games. Um, I, I honestly, I, I think, I think the, uh, ha- having master chief's head up there is as the halo franchise is, is probably a good call. Sounds good to me. So we'll, we'll, we'll just say, uh, halo as a franchise, I suppose, uh, as a way to really cheapen what we're doing. <laughs> Not that it matters at all. Um, so do you want to go next? Give give me a first-person shooter. Yeah, sure. Um, so probably one of my favorite games of all time, uh, Bioshock. And Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it, Interesting. Yeah. It, Bioshock, when it came out, was uh, such a different shooter. And it blended so much more than you were expecting from just a a first person shooter and uh the the look of the game the the weapons in the game just simply because it you know it took place decades before you're playing it so uh the 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 weapons are a little older uh however they have a new uh a new feel to them Uh as uh you know a first time when you're playing it for the first time the uh, the story, one of the best stories ever told in a video game. Um, yeah, that's what I've heard. And, wait, have you never played this game? I've not finished it. I've played a bit of it. Oh, um, no. But no, I have not finished oh, it. Oh, no. That's... That might... So, so well, well, <laughs> needless to say, it is on not on my list, 
but I know of its legend and its legacy, so I'm willing to consider it uh, uh, for the budget so, arcade mode. <laughs> so, um, and just the games that it inspired, it, you know, the the Dishonored series, where Dishonored Dishonored was a very good game. Um, the second one. Mm, I didn't, you know, not so much, but, uh, the game, the video game Singularity, which was another, um, uh, Bioshock inspired title. It's, uh, Prey, um, the, I guess the most recent iteration of Prey. Um, and I think they have a new game that is basically Dishonored 3, but titled something different that I saw, like one of the maybe it was the xbox showcase or the yeah, playstation yeah. showcase i can't remember yeah but. i think it was the xbox um i don't remember what it's called but it, yeah you're right it, yeah. it very much looked like you know uh it had the same teleport mechanic as dishonored and all that right um so you know that's i think i think what bioshock did is it introduced uh a new way to tell a story in a in a first person mm-hmm. shooter um and it just it did the horror feel uh very well it's you know the gameplay mechanics were top notch uh i really think you should i I think it's a it's a it's a gaming sin to start bioshock and not finish it um yeah and they have a release like the trilogy remastered which i might do because i hear infinite is also quite good um yeah i i liked i liked all of the bioshock titles they um Infinite's a little bit different. It takes a little bit. It take it takes you out of you know the the setting of Rapture, the underground or the underwater you know city, um, and puts you in the sky. It's a it's in a city in the sky, but uh, same same universe, same you know uh, all the the same mechanics and uh, storytelling is is evident in Infinite, but. Um, Mm-hmm. I think the original Bioshock is is the the best one of of the of the fran the Bioshock franchise and okay. uh, I that would be on my uh, budget arcade Mount Rushmore. Well, it is not on my side, but again, we'll put that to the side and consider it. Uh, as obviously, there's going to be something on mine that's not on yours because that's just the way math works. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to save the one that I'm most passionately going to fight for that I don't think is on your list for last. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with another one I think we both probably have on our list. And it's a game that I really, really didn't want to include. But when I think back of all the first-person shooters I played in life, it can't not be on the list. And that's GoldenEye 007. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. yeah. Is that on your list? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... I mean, you're the Nintendo 64 guy. You know, we've we've discussed, not my favorite console, but holy cow, is that game great. Uh, like the multiplayer, or the split screen multiplayer, the first time you could screen watch a friend. Like, and I remember one of the levels, I'd hide up in the vents in the bathroom and then drop down and kill someone. It, I just, the campaign was great. The graphics at the time were good. Um, nope. Like you could shoot somebody in the knee and they would react like they'd been shot in the knee. Uh, that's not even today. Sometimes you see games that aren't that don't do that. But uh, 
And then, of course, all the, the multiplayer fun and uh, the terrible person that you find out which of your friends are terrible people by the ones who select odd job. So. <laughs> the uh, I think um, I think one thing that Gold and I did so well is the uh, the weapons, um, you know, it had the golden gun, the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and, you know, you try you that was the gun to get and And, you know, when you're playing with your friends and. And, you know, you're right. It's it was it was such a great multiplayer game um, that, you know, that the Nintendo 64, because it pioneered the four controller, um, you know, uh, system that Mm -hmm. you 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 had no choice but to have fun when you played this game. And um, and so many other games were try to copycat what GoldenEye 64 did on the Nintendo 64. And that's that's how you know it was, it was a definitive game of its era. Yeah, and it made a brand that wasn't really a brand. So, like, for years afterwards, anytime a 007 game would come out, what, no matter who it was developed or published by, people were like, oh, well, I love GoldenEye, I'll check this out. Not knowing, you know, as we do now, we've got the internet and we can research these things and see who made what, Uh, you know, it just kind of, I think there's plenty of games that sold just because that 007 on the cover, not just because it was Bond, but because people have really fond memories of this game of GoldenEye. And then, of course, the sort of uh, one sitting in the background is Perfect Dark which is fantastic as well. It's this game, but better, I think. However, similar to the Halo argument, uh, Perfect Dark never exists if it weren't for 007. Right, and that's... the And that... So, like, this whole list is... Uh, for me, is really, you know... Wh- who paved the way, you know? Because mm-hmm. if well, you... I have a modern game for you, so that's where I'm expecting us to butt heads. But, um, all right, so I... Uh, I want to see if you can pick something that's on my list. So uh, give me uh, another first-person shooter. Um, let's go with... How about uh, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare? On my list. Okay. Very well done. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's it's the it's the best Call of Duty game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, we're talking... I don't know how many Call of Duty games have been made since, but... It, everybody recalls back to modern warfare and the maps and you know the weapons and the 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 placement of of things in the maps and you know and and it's and its campaign was good too it's uh you know it was i'm thinking of that theatrical campaign yeah. you know the, the the nuke that goes off in the middle is it this one where the nuke goes off or was it two uh, it was this one yeah it, it was this one also the it was this one was this one also the airport? No, that no, was two. Okay, okay, two was the controversial airport yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, th- I mean this. Uh, call it. I think Call of Duty's been kind of chasing its. Uh, the The franchise has been chasing its tail ever since Modern Warfare, um, trying to recapture everything that 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 game did well. Um, mm-hmm. And I just I I don't think there's been a Call of Duty game since. That has I I really like Modern Warfare too, but like you said, if we're looking at where things started, because I really I'm enjoying the latest Modern Warfare, but we're not he, but it feels just like this old one. Yeah. Like 
that's the thing about Modern Warfare 4 or Modern Warfare Call of Duty 4 is that once they put this game on the market, they like threw their hands up and said, well, we're just going to do this over and over again. And occasionally they'll do like a World War II game or something like that. But so much of that feeling of the game and how it plays in the XP system with leveling your weapons. And I'm not a Call of Duty uh, historian. Uh, so maybe the, the the series has done it beforehand, but that multiplayer XP really made the game addictive. Um, and I think the series of Call of Duty really has just kind of mirrored this game for here on out, you know, like been very little innovation on it because it was so ahead of its time. Yeah. And, you know, and it really, it really paved the way for the, uh, the multiplayer, um, you know, it's, it was, it right, like you said, it was ahead of its time. Um, I think, uh, they haven't remastered this game, have they? Yes, they have. Oh, they have, okay. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, well, I haven't played the remastered version, but, um, I'm, I'm hoping it, they didn't do anything different with it and they just upgraded the graphics and, um. Yeah, I'm not sure because I didn't touch it because I kind of got burnt out on like I played Modern Warfare 2 and enjoyed it but kind of after that I stopped playing until Warzone came out and now I'm like right back in it. Yeah. Um but well, I so, so what where we are now is we have 3 of 4 of our heads on Mount Rushmore. We've got Master Chief from the Halo series. Uh we've got um uh, James Bond himself from 007 and then finally one of the normal grizzled marine people from modern warfare or whoever uh on our uh, what am i want to say mount rushmore on our mount rushmore so uh what we now have is you have a game and i have a game that we're going to have to debate whether or not it makes it onto our mount rushmore uh yep anyone who's listened to this podcast for any amount of time or knows me personally knows what game's coming next do you know uh, I don't think I've talked about it as much with you because I, I have kind of backed away from it. Yeah, no, um, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. It's Overwatch. Oh, um, okay, okay. I love Overwatch <laughs> so much. Like it came out, and, and and again, I have been burnt out on playing games where you drop in a map like Call of Duty, you get murdered, you respawn, you get murdered, you respawn, and. Here's this hero shooter where, no, it didn't create the genre, but it popularized it. I mean, you can look at Team Fortress, um, and I think even Paladins predated uh, Overwatch, and those were fine, but it put the blizzard polish on the hero shooter and has created iconic heroes. And I think you can point at like the, the way the game's changed uh, and kind of make an argument about that, but... I have spent so many hours just playing this game. Like I picked it up and the first character I played as was Reaper and they had these shot and he had these shotguns and you run around and shoot. And when I got kind of bored, I'd switch to a new character and I'd get addicted all over again. And I would just rinse and repeat, just get bored with one character, get addicted with another, uh, play with my friends. The game requires you to be good at teamwork. Um, so I, it's one of my all time favorite games. Uh, so I'm going to let you know and let everybody else know that uh, I never played this game. Mm. 
I'm not a big I'm not reason. I'm not a big multiplayer game uh gamer. Uh-huh. So, you know, um it just never appealed to me. Like I I know all about Overwatch and I know how good of a game it appears to be and and everything I've read on it. Uh it's just it's it multiplayer games nowadays don't mm-hmm. really do much for me. Um I'll play them, you know, and you know, I'll, for the most part I'll enjoy them. But uh I'm a big I'm a big you know, solo guy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I love. Inspire shock. Yeah, no, I, I love a, I love a good, um, a good story um, behind the game. But you know, uh, I know, I know, like, like you with Bioshock, I know of the Overwatch lore, and you know, with, um, you know, how good of a game. I think, I think IGN, like, so many people gave it like 10, 10 out of ten reviews, and. Um, it just when it came out, when it came back, what like five six years ago? No, four, I think. I think we're on the fourth anniversary. Oh, okay. Four or five? Four. I want to say four. Yeah, I mean, so you know, it's not an old game by any means. Um, so I think you know, it's hard. It's hard for me to get behind a game that's so young um, on a on a on a typical Mount Rushmore. Uh, just simply because one, I've never played it, and two, I, I just I don't I don't know. Um, does it stand the test of time? You know, is right because time hasn't told us yet. Right? It does. Well, I don't know. So here I'm going to make some arguments for you, and <laughs> I'm going to spoiler concede this point. Okay, and allow Bioshock to be on the budget arcade Mount Rushmore, because even as I explain the game. I'm thinking of some of the things that frustrate me about it. It is an online-only game. And uh, if that's not your bag, you're going to be stuck playing with toxic players. Um, And they constantly update the game, which is great. You get new characters. And then the game occasionally just become completely unbalanced, right? And But to me, it's like the characters are so iconic and likable and uh, I, I just love the game I enjoy playing it a, a lot uh, but I've really kind of stopped recently because Modern Warfare uh, and playing Warzone has kind of taken over because that's what my friends are playing so once my friends stopped playing Overwatch I was like well I guess I'm done and then whenever Overwatch 2 comes out I'm sure we'll all dive back in um, and, and I said at the beginning I was going to fight tooth and nail for this but in all honesty I can get why, like, if, if if the game had just come out, I'd say, Mark, get the game, let's go. Yeah. But I think the Overwatch we have today, it's hard for me to give you a reason to jump in the game. It's hard for, for me to say that it's a good game to jump into anymore. Yeah, it's, um, so, like, it's, it, it's a, and that was my, when I was trying to go through this list and pick, pick who, you know, what games I would. I would put on this uh, this mountain, um, and I I was having like recency bias. Is that there's been a lot of really good shooters to come out in the past five, six, seven years, um, but you know, do do we really harken back to those games like we do with a GoldenEye sixty four? A halo. Um, well, say so here's a couple things. 
about GoldenEye and why it was tough for me to put on this list. GoldenEye has not aged well. It is virtually unplayable. It really is not fun to play anymore. The controls are weird. Um, the way when you aim, your reticle actually moves on the screen and it doesn't stay center like it does in every other modern game. Um, and, and being kind of the first of its kind as being far as being like a good console shooter, it 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 has a lot of uh, flaws. So what, I can wait. point at Halo and say, boom, that game's still great. Halo 1. Um, you know, but well, let me ask you this. I, because, I, you know, um, the Xbox, the original Xbox still has a better shelf life than the Nintendo 64 does. Um, what if Nintendo was to remaster GoldenEye 64 with an online multiplayer, would you dive back in? No, because they've tried that. Like, other companies have tried it. Really? And, uh, like, I've played remastered versions of Perfect Dark, and it just doesn't work. Like, Perfect Dark has not aged well either. And, it, and it's, it's just kind of stuck in this archaic way. Things have been improved so much that it's kind of... It's like the Atari, right? The Atari is this classic console. But I can't go back and play any of those games because we've come so far. I can go back and play the uh, Nintendo or the Genesis and, and play some good games. But that, even though it is one of the grandfathers of gaming, uh, it just hasn't aged well. And that's kind of how I feel about 007. It's just not fun to play anymore. Uh, I mean, you may be right because I haven't played the game in so long. But Yeah, and if you, if you don't believe me, pick it up. You know, go find a copy or emulate or whatever. But I think you, you'll you be surprised how much it doesn't play well anymore. Well, you know, and I think the, I think, and I wonder, you know, Nintendo has remastered a lot of games uh, recently um, from, you know, whether it was, you know, Ocarina of Time on the 3DS or... Leaks Awakening, the most recent one. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I think well, they, they did Majora's Mask. Um, they did... Yeah, they did those 3DS of Majora's Mask. Yeah, and so... Ocarina. So I... I, I they did... Um, I, I kind of... was the one they did on the Wii U? Um, Wind Waker. Yeah, they did... Well, they did Wind Waker for the Wii... Yeah, the Wii U. Um... But, you know, I, I often wonder why with gold, and I realize was, was GoldenEye 64 a, a first party game for them? No, I don't think so because it's rare. No, it might. I don't know because rare. Well, wasn't rare a studio uh, owned by Nintendo? That's a good question. I'm not certain of. I don't know how to answer that because they ended up getting bought by Microsoft. Like Microsoft owns Rare now, and so um, because didn't that, did, they have the Perfect Dark license, which you know they came out with a bad Perfect Dark game and stuff like that. Did, so. Didn't Rare um, make the Donkey Kong series too? They did the the DK64. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think and Rare might have been owned did, by by Nintendo at one point. Yeah, or at least they were heavily employed by Nintendo. Um, so I think we've kind of hit it then. I think uh, we've got our Budget Arcade official. And Scott, 
uh, said he would have liked to have been a part of this so he can mention games like CSGO um, and garbage like that. What the hell but is that we game? We said, no, you cannot <laughs> bring that <laughs> what, here. Are, is uh, he talking, are we talking Counter-Strike? Yeah. Oh, get out of here. Not CSGO, but the original Counter-Strike. Yeah, get out of here. I mean, there are honorable mentions. There's, a, you know, Half-Life. There's uh, Doom. I mean, how? Oh, in all honesty, we should probably take one of these down and put Doom on there. Well, if, if we're gonna put Doom on Doom. there, if we're gonna put Doom on there, we gotta put Duke Nukem on there too. So, no, I think you can put Doom and leave Duke Nukem off. Duke Nukem's great, but Doom to me is is like the quintessential first person shooter, yeah. like the original. Well, I had such now, a. Granted, you can't aim up and down; it was just side to side. <laughs> and then if you say that, maybe we gotta do Wolfenstein. Oh, I had Wolfenstein was on my honorable mention. Um. Yeah, I I just had a hard time deciding between Doom and Duke Nukem that I both I left them both off. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so like, if I were to change anything, maybe I'd take Modern Warfare off and put a Doom. You know, uh, I don't know. Yeah. One of the reasons I kind of feel comfortable leaving Bioshock on there is because unlike the rest of these games, it's not there's not a t- there's no multiplayer component. Yeah, it really is just the first person shooter as a as a way of conveying a story, and I think that's pretty nice to have. Yeah, no, uh, uh, if I was to take one off and put one on, I might I might include Left for Dead. Um, that was on. Not a short list, but a long list for me. Like, yeah, if we were doing top ten, maybe Left for Dead would be on there. But yeah, no, it, Left for Dead was one of those where it was just on the 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 cusp of of my top ones, um, just simply because uh, it was such a unique uh, first person shooter multiplayer game um, that introduced so much into multiplayer gaming. Um, I wish Valve would sell the rights to it and allow someone to make another one. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't so much like Left 4 Dead 2. Um, well, it was the same game, <laughs> right? It was like it was like an expansion. Um, yeah, but no, I, I I agree. I think I think Left 4 Dead is one of those games where I don't I don't know if you need another one. Um, yeah, you know, it's just kind of like Bioshock. You don't need a second Bioshock. Um, you know, you don't need a Doom. Now, uh, speaking of Doom, uh, have you played the, the latest Doom? Uh, uh, not Eternal. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't played the one the, the one before it. I want to play the one before it. Um, Doom Eternal is I good. I haven't. Uh, eh, that's okay. <laughs> you just said you haven't played it. Uh, you know. <laughs> I got plenty of games to play. I got to play this Hyperscape game. I haven't even touched that yet. So. Yeah. So okay, all right. It's actually not bad. So, um, let's let's blend the political and and our Mount Rushmore, <laughs> and okay. let's let's nominate a Donald Trump first person shooter. What does that mean? Like what? I, okay, so this woo, you are opening a can. I don't know where you stand politically, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we, uh, well, so nominating a Donald Trump in first person shooters would mean you would be able to tell a lot about a person's opinion by the game they select. <laughs> so let's not let's you and I let's do this. OK, let's you and I not saying how we feel about our current president. Sure. Select a game that best represents his 
um, what would you call it? His uh, his what tenure as president? Okay. Okay. So uh, let me think for a minute. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm having to rack my brain a little bit for all the, uh, the the lesser, the lesser known uh, first person shooters. Um, I mean, I've played a lot of bad games. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of one that's just. Like, all hype and no substance. Anyway, I'm not going to say whether I approve or disapprove <laughs> of our current president, but you can reach out to us and let us know um, uh, what first-person shooters you think need to be on our Mount Rushmore that we missed. Obviously, Doom being probably one of them. I think Doom should probably be on there. Uh, but you can hit us up at Twitter and Instagram at Budget Arcade. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Budget Arcade. We have a website, www.budgetarcade.com. Uh, you can go to Hockey Gaming slash Budget hyphen Arcade and pick up some merch. Be sure to use promo code ButtBiscuits. Our music is by Stimmage. You can listen to his music at MetroidMetal.com. But, uh... What do you... What's that? I was just gonna say, shout out the the Twitter handles. Okay, I got one. Okay, I know exactly the first person shooter, the South Park one on Nintendo sixty four. Oh, it's crude, it's foul, and it's not any fun to play. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got nothing. <laughs> what? What? Uh, wasn't there a? Uh... Wasn't there like a Mickey Mouse first person shooter, like a Fantasia game that what? where uh, you played as Mickey Mouse and you had a wand? Or maybe I'm thinking of Harry Potter. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but but I think I think uh, I think either one of those games, whether they exist or not, were terrible. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure it was a Mickey Mouse game. Um, All right. Well. I don't know. So, uh, next week on the show, we're going to be reviewing Hyperscape, which is a Battle Royale game you can download it now and play along. And then in two weeks, myself and Mark will be back. We're actually going to be reviewing the new Netflix docuseries called High Score. Uh, So, you can watch that now and then come back and uh, listen to us kind of recap it. That's a documentary, right? It's a six-part docu-series. I watched the first part, and uh, it's pretty good. Okay. So you know, Netflix always does a good job with their docu-series, so uh, you can check that out. For sure. All right. Well, this is Budget Arcade. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.